Hi folks, and welcome to Talking About Mind, Body, and Spirit with Stan Wangland. I'm very, very pleased to uh, talk with you tonight, and uh, the holiday time is upon us, and if you live in the East Coast like I do, my goodness gracious, it's snowing like crazy, and so many people are very upset by that, but boy, I love the snow, and it's just beautiful, and it's reminding me that Thanksgiving is next week, and Christmas shortly thereafter. And it's a great time of the year. <clears throat> and thinking about this time of the year, which I think you'll know from some of my other podcasts, um, I'm a psychologist, a retired psychologist, and uh, boy, the holiday times. I used to call them the high holy days of psychopathology. <whistles> uh, with all the nice stuff that's out there, man, does a lot of crazy stuff go on. And I thought uh, for this podcast, a really great topic to talk about would be some things, uh, you know, and it may take a couple of podcasts, would be boundaries. And what the heck are boundaries and why are they important? Well, you, you know, if, if you have uh, Uncle Harry coming to your Thanksgiving dinner and, you know, passing out at the table or fighting with somebody and you can't seem to control it and, uh, you know, it just goes on year after year or you're fighting with, um, you know, your relatives, uh, whatever the case is. Uh, one of the issues, amongst other things, um, it could be boundary issues. And, uh, you know, boundaries, uh, you know, what the heck are they? You know, there's all kinds of definitions for boundaries. And one is that it's a limit or an edge that defines us or separates us from others. Uh, you know, and it's like, you know, where you end and I begin. Uh, that's a good way to look at, look at it. Uh, Again, hear that out, where you end and I begin, or other people turn it around, uh, you know, different people that I like that talk about boundaries, like um, you know, Dr. Henry Cloud and John Townsend. They have uh, a lot of work that they've done uh, of religious nature and also a clinical nature on boundaries, and they actually turn it around in a different way and say, where I end and someone else begins. Uh, but you really sum up boundaries uh, are about the statement of I am not you and that's a big deal that's a powerful statement because uh, a lot of people you know want to be very very similar or identical to other people they think this is how they should act you know you have to be identical to your spouse identical to your children I've been identical to your friends or colleagues at work and uh, that's not necessarily a good thing and then you lose yourself uh, in these other areas uh, boundaries tell you who you are and without a clear sense of boundaries, uh, in many cases, you don't know who you are. And I know that sounds ridiculous. Uh, people will often say that. Who am I? What am I about? Uh, it's why in, in my series of podcasts, I love to go over these kinds of issues because they're so important. I'm reminding myself all the time, by the way, when I put this podcast out, uh, that this applies to me as well as to you. So it's, it's a really good, good thing. Uh, so boundaries and a sense of self, you know, go hand in hand. And they're like maps for us. They help us find our way uh, as we travel uh, along in life. Um, you know, they let us know where, you know, places are unsafe to go, what relationships we may need to avoid, and, uh, you know, how we can protect ourselves. I'm a great believer in three principles, uh, you know, biological principles, and their survival, reproduction, and a general sense of well-being those three things uh, and those are scientific principles that all living things adhere to amongst others but those are three primary ones 
And in order to survive, you better know how to protect yourself and what places in your environment are safe or unsafe and, and you know, what the potential dangers are um, in those areas. So most people, like the example that I gave for the holiday thing or somebody who says, hey, can you do me this favor and you don't want to do it but just say yes, these things are boundary violation. Uh, violations that happen. It's when one person trespasses on the other person's, um, for lack of a better term, their personhood. And you know, they cross a line, they try to control our feelings, our attitudes, our behaviors, our choices, our values of things. And um, these, these violations, um, you know, are really kind of major things to people. Uh, they're not kind of, they are major you know, things to people. And they can cross all kinds of relation, relational boundaries. There can be physical boundaries, there can be spiritual boundaries, sexual, emotional limits, uh, and boundaries of people. And uh, sometimes it's really, really difficult to make uh, clear distinctions uh, in those areas. So again, this podcast is uh, you know, really... Uh, a little helpful guide for the holidays uh, like I had my last podcast was about uh, forgiveness and how in uh, how important that is the first thing the first question you might want to ask yourself is why do I you know why do why are boundaries important and why do I really want to work on them and all kinds of situations that you can think of whether it's marital situations situations at work situations with our children or peers um, you know are influenced by boundaries so Here's the first one, just some things to think about. In another podcast, we can get into these, these things more. Healthy boundaries, you know, help define who we are. And what do I mean by healthy boundaries? Healthy boundaries, you know, can help you know who we are and who other people are. They can, have, uh, they can help us have a better sense of how we're separate from other people, where we end and where other people begin. Think about that, where we end and other people begin, and that's really important. Uh, you know, knowing who you are helps, uh, helps you maintain a real healthy sense of reality. You don't get caught up into somebody else's world. Uh, we know who we are, and we know who we're not, and we know what we believe and we don't believe, and what we think and feel and like and want, all those kinds of things. So th those are very, very uh, important things. One way um, to, take a, to take a look at healthy boundaries and defining who you are is to make I statements. Like, I am a kind of statements. Uh, I, I am a good, I'm a father, I'm a mother, I'm a brother. Um, I am a, a you know, a, like in a relationship. Um, I am a things that you do, like I am a psychologist. I'm a coach, I'm a painter, I'm a nurse. These I statements kind of get into, uh, you know, things specifically about us and how they're separate from other people. Uh, another good I statement to get into in defining who you are in terms of boundaries are like attributes and faults. You know, are you kind? Are you helpful? Are you selfish or stingy? Whatever. Uh, and things about yourself. The things I like are. The things I like to do are. Uh, my favorite food is. My favorite restaurant is, my favorite color is, my favorite show, my favorite book. I believe in God. I don't believe in God. I believe in science. I'm not uh, a fan of science. <laughs> Whatever. This is who you are. Healthy boundaries define who we are in relationships uh, with other people. And it's important 
uh, when we're working on boundaries and we're talking about relationships, that relationships are of our own choosing. Uh, not that we're stuck in relationships and we have to be in unhealthy relationships. I mean, everybody wants to be uh, you know, in a relationship with uh, their family members ideally, or uh, people that they care to be friends with, but not, in all times, not all times that works. Uh, y you know, your family members may be um, alcoholics or verbal abusers or, uh, you know, manipulative people or people that are toxic to you. And try as you might, you may not be able to be in a relationship with them. So, you know, something to think about uh, as the holidays approach is try to name a few people with whom you're in a relationship but like aren't of your choosing. Maybe like family members, co-workers, neighbors, etc. And think about it. Are, are you happy with being around them? Like with, you, with your family members or your co-workers or your neighbors, whatever? Uh, if not, why wouldn't you have chosen to be around them? Uh, then think of naming a few of the people with whom you're in a relationship by your own choice. Uh, and then think of some people that you would like to have in your life but don't. And then you might want to think about why, are, you know, why is that person not in your life? Maybe you have a brother or sister or a friend or somebody at work you'd like to be friends with but they're not in your life. Maybe you haven't extended a, an invitation to them. Maybe, they, you know, maybe you want them to be just like you uh, and that's not the important thing. You know, maybe uh, the, the boundary issue is something that you need to get into a little bit more. Healthy boundaries help us know uh, what thoughts and feelings and behaviors are appropriate to have towards others in relationships. Um, it's important to know how you feel in relationship to other people, what your feelings are, what behaviors, again, that you think are appropriate. And if you, know, you don't think that the other people that you're involved with uh, share those or respect those, perhaps you shouldn't be, uh, you know, engaging with those people. Uh, things happen to us in life that are beyond our control and people do things that are wrong and offensive. Uh, and we can respond one of two ways to people when they do things to us. We will either react to what they're doing or we can proact. Uh, a reaction is a, a thoughtless emotional response to the offense. A proaction is a determined action resulting from uh, like a firm sense of your boundaries. So healthy boundaries help us to remove walls of defenses. So this holiday season, wow, you want to do yourself a favor, name someone who, who has made you angry recently. Or even better, name somebody who might be at your Thanksgiving or Christmas or um, holiday event and routinely makes you angry. What do they do to make you angry? Uh, what have you done with your anger? Uh, you know, have, did, have you acted on healthy boundaries or have you reacted with defenses? If you reacted, what defenses did you use? How did the other person respond to your defenses? And more importantly, what can you do proactively? Uh, a simple thing, you know, might be to tell somebody, hey, we're not going to discuss politics, you know, at Thanksgiving dinner at my house. Because it's my house. Well, I don't know about that. Well, if, if you do that, then please don't come. You mean you're telling me not to come? No, I'm not telling you not to come. I'm telling you that in my house, I, I, I don't want to do that.
and it's, it's my house, and if you're going to be a guest for the holidays, let's refrain from that. Or it might be putting cell phones down, or it might be something else. You're allowing, the other person can proact to that too, or react to that too. Healthy boundaries free us to be who we are. We don't have to be who we're not. Uh, we don't have to sit around uh, around Thanksgiving dinner or some other holiday event or some other family event or some other work of, event uh, acting in a way which is completely dissimilar uh, from who we really are. We can take proactive measures to, to be who we are and take the appropriate choices on those things. Uh, and something to, to think about is someone other than yourself making the choices in your life that you think should be your choices. So for example, is your wife or husband or friend or colleague or peer or uh, somebody in your church or a group that you're in, are they making you do things that you don't want to do? Maybe you shouldn't do them. And that ties into authenticity. And boundaries have a, you know everything to do with being authentic. You know, when we accept who we are and want to act in a way that's consistent uh, with our beliefs and ourself and we know when when we end and somebody else's be, uh, begins these healthy boundaries for us enable us to be way more accepting of others who are different from us the whole idea of boundaries in relationships is to define our separateness from others now you know most of uh, of, of the training we have in life is to get along with other people, to be part of other people, to join in with other people. And I totally agree with that. But in order to join in and feel good about other people, you have to also be able to understand that you're separate from other people, that each person is distinctly different from another person, as well as very much the same. And that's one of those beautiful things about uh, a, you know life and existence that, that makes it wonderful if we take a minute to think about it and understand it. So boundaries in relationships uh, you know, helps us to be that kind of unique individual uh, that we are. I get to be me and you get to be you. You can be who you are and I'll be who I am. You can be confident in who you are and I can be confident and who I am, and I don't have to get threatened by your differences. When we don't do that, then we have the potential to bring injury to one, one another when we, when we fail to recognize that we have differences and that differences are a good thing. You know, you can maintain a greater degree of sanity in your life by honestly acknowledging and learning to live with dis differences in, in other people. Uh, my, my late daughter was an anthropologist and one of the things we used to talk about was with genetics and with genetic variation and you know if everybody was the same if everybody had the same genes if they were all cloned God forbid when a virus came about every single organism would die variation is a good thing it's great that we have people with different color skins and different intelligence levels and different, um, uh, you know, different propensities for different kinds of behaviors or that some people die earlier than others. And other, as, as horrible as that sounds, if you're on the other end of the stick there, this variation is very important. If everybody was the same, let me tell you, you there, there would be many genetic uh, catastrophic events 
far worse than anything we've experienced. The variation is built in there to help us survive as a, as a species. So if you look at it in terms of boundaries and who we are and our individuality, it's the same thing. Uh, if people are trying to force you to be uh, something that you're not, you might want to take a look at that in terms of healthy boundaries. Who's trying to get you to be different than who you are? And why are they doing that? And do you allow yourself to be manipulated by this person? And what does this person want you to be like? How are you not like that? Who are you trying to change from the way that they are yourself? Maybe you're doing that to other people. What's the person like and how do you want to change that person? And have you been able to change that person? And is it right for you to do that? Okay. So there's, you know, we're not immune from doing this to other people, too, as we're working on our own boundaries. That's a funny thing about boundaries. Healthy boundaries define our legitimate needs, and we need to recognize that. And they help define the legitimate needs of other people, and they enable us to meet our own needs. And something you might want to think about this holiday season is list your needs as best you can. Uh, you know, and if you come up with a whole bunch of needs, maybe some of the needs get met by, you know, you need other people to help you meet them. Uh, but make a, make a list of the needs where it's, it's strictly your responsibility to get them met. And circle the needs or make a, make a mental note of the needs that are the responsibility of someone else to meet. And more importantly, have you communicated your needs to the person who's responsible to meeting those it could be a legitimate need of yours as a parent to tell your kid or spouse or somebody in your family that they have to act in a responsible manner. You have a bad back and they have to lift the shovel to do the snow or they have to drive responsible in a responsible way because uh, you lost your other job last year and you have half the money that you had and you can't pay for outrageous insurance bills or any one of a million scenarios like that where somebody else has a responsibility uh, you know, in terms of uh, the family, and while they have the need to be a, a normal person and go about, you know, their life in the family, they also have an obligation to you and you to them in different ways, and there's something that they have to do for you. Healthy boundaries empower us to have intimacy in our relations, and I think the research shows that, and personal experience shows, that intimacy happens when two whole healthy people are in touch with their feelings, their thoughts, their desires, and they share with each other what those things are as appropriate in a healthy supportive manner. And uh, you know, one person doesn't uh, you know, take on a false self to somebody else. And intimacy um, is more than having sex with another person. I just learned that last week, by the way, and I'm, I'm going to be 68, so I didn't know that before last week. That's supposed to be a joke. <laughs> but intimacy is more than having sex with another person. Uh, if we know who we are and we're in a relationship with another person who knows who he or she is, uh, we can enjoy uh, emotional and physical closeness a lot better. Uh, if we're close emotionally many times, uh, or most times, then we can be way closer physically. So, you know, intimacy by its definition means really knowing one another. 
and the lack of intimacy comes from not knowing one another. So the premise here for the holidays is um, if you want to be intimate with people, let them be who they are and feel comfortable in them where they can share their feelings and, and thoughts and, and their self with you and you with them. And uh, things are a lot nicer. Things are definitely a lot nicer. A couple of closing things on healthy boundaries. Uh, and, and there's a million reasons uh, why boundaries uh, need to be healthy. Healthy boundaries bring order into our lives. And when you don't have healthy boundaries, your life becomes like a black hole and, and things get very, very, very confusing. And you want to think about what effect does this disorder have upon your life? Is it worth it not to be able to separate yourself from other people and become enmeshed in other people's being? Healthy boundaries empower us to determine how we'll be treated by others. And that's one for the big one for the holidays. Um, you know, there's all kinds of ways that people can mistreat us uh, during the holiday season or at work or in, 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 uh, in uh, intimate relationships or in families or groups or whatever. And if somebody's not treating us fairly because we don't set boundaries with that, something that you want to think about is who are you allowing to mistreat you and how have you taught them to mistreat you in this way? If somebody treats you in a terrible manner and, and you can and they say, is that bothering you? You say, nah, that's okay, or that shit doesn't bother me. Maybe that's not the right thing to say. Maybe you need to tell somebody uh, it's not important whether it bothers me or not. I don't want you doing that. You don't have a right to do that to me. You know, you're, you're, you're taking your behaviors and intruding in my space. Whatever that space is, an emotional space, a physical space, a sexual space a philosophical space, a religious space. And you need to think about with people like this or situations like that, what boundary do you think you should have with this person or this group or whatever? And if you're really uncomfortable about it and you're not being successful with it, why don't you have that ba uh, boundary? What's stopping it? And how is this group or how is this person manipulating their way past your boundaries? Okay? There's a lot in it for you. Adult learning says nobody's ever going to do anything unless there's something in it for you. Wow, healthy boundaries gets you out of the codependency game, gets you out of the low self-esteem game, gets you out of the I'm angry with everybody game, gets you out of I'm a martyr game, gets you out of I'm a victim game, gets you out of I'm being abused game, or gets you out of the game of I'm feeling weak and powerless. Because healthy boundaries empower us to have self-discipline. We can choose to follow through on things. Uh, healthy boundaries uh, allow us to show maturity and display for people that we have strength of character. That, yeah, these are things that we will and won't permit. Those kinds of things. And healthy boundaries empower us to stand up against manipulation. Okay? Manipulation is a big thing. And people are very clever with that. Think of the people who manipulate you. And then think that healthy boundaries define what we are and are not responsible for. And also they teach us responsibility.
So maybe somebody uh, at home uh, is using drugs or alcohol and we've tried to help them and we try to do different things or people have um, aggressive behavior problems or money problems or they don't study uh, and it's their responsibility. Hey, that's not our problem. It really isn't. Success or failure for that other person is their particular problem. Is, is, you know, sure you want people to do well. Sure, you might want to give advice if somebody asks for it, or you, you, you want to help your family or friends out. But ultimately, uh, that's that person's issue. You have to allow them to succeed or fail. And when you're not sure of that, and it may be a codependency issue, how has that uncertainty about what, whose responsibility is whose created a boundary problem? And whose boundaries being crossed? Many times, uh, the wrong person is worrying about uh, a particular issue, okay? Healthy boundaries empower us to say no when we need to say no, and yes when we really want to say yes. And that's one of the things I have to tell you I've learned in the past few years, saying no and yes and mean it. No frees us to say yes in many times. Once you learn how to say no, you're free to say yes when it's appropriate to do so. No involves being comfortable with yourself. No, no involves a strength of character. No is a right that you have. No is a boundary. And no is a positive. It's not a negative. It has to do with taking positive action. I bet you never thought about that. No is a solid shield against manipulation, and no informs and educates the other party and lets them know what is acceptable to you and what is not acceptable to you. No identifies ownership of things. This is me. This is mine. I'm not you. You're not me. You can't have this. You can't touch this. Didn't MC Hammer sing, sing something like that? You can't touch this? Oh, come on. It's a joke. You can't say this, you can't do this. No teachers boundaries and relationships to children. Okay? And here's the other thing. No needs to be balanced with appropriate yeses. And yeses need to be consistent, reasonable, and kind of protective to you. Or somebody says, can I borrow your car and they're reckless? No. Why? Because you wreck cars. I can't afford another car. I, don't, I can't pay the insurance on that. I don't trust you. No. What do you mean you don't trust me? Just what I told you. I don't trust you driving a car. Drive your own car. Pay your own insurance. Okay? Here's something to think about to end up this, I hope, I, I think it's a great podcast for the holidays on boundaries, on, on why boundaries. We're going to do some other things on boundaries. Who are the persons in your life to whom you need to say no to what th things do they ask of you that you need to say no? And how has your yes in life affected you when it should have been a no? What damage did it bring you? How might your life be different if you were saying an appropriate no to what you are now saying an inappropriate yes? Okay? A lot to think about. But this is easy stuff to do with a little bit of practice. It's a very, very wonderful, wonderful thing to work on, particularly around the holidays. I really hope you enjoy these podcasts and are getting something out of them. Um, and, and, and again, I've been on a lot of other podcasts with a lot of other people, and I keep saying I have a lot of people lined up, and I do. They're actually in a holding pattern because I've been uh, 
doing a lot of shows for a lot of other people as a guest, and uh, have just you know done these individual podcasts uh, for the most part. But I wish everybody uh, a wonderful Thanksgiving. If if I don't have another podcast out before then, and uh, I hope uh, that you enjoy this podcast on uh, boundaries and and why boundaries. I, I hope it'll help you and your family. And the real goal is if just one one of you out there gets something positive out of this, then the goal is met. Forward. If you have any messages or comments or uh, would like to be on the show or have a topic uh, that you'd like me to discuss or discuss with a guest, uh, please uh, shout it out and you can contact me at swangland, that's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. You can also hit the, um, you can hit the message feature on this and just leave a message. And, and again, uh, you know, uh, talking about mind, body, and spirit is on Anchor. Dot com, uh, but it's also on eight other platforms. You can get it on iTunes, uh, anything else like that. If you like the show, watch it and, and share it with other people. With that said, uh, be safe out there in the bad weather. A good night. Uh, it was lovely talking to you, and uh, peace and God bless. <laughs>